Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother, Big VJ, checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about the church, right? We're going to talk about the church house. Because uh, Pastor Porkchop and the band have been trending all this new American year, right? And... Um, there's some stories popping up, so we're going to have a conversation about that, right? It's a brother from Mississippi. Uh, it looks as though he just, he made a mistake. He made a terrible mistake, but we're going to talk about that shortly, right? And then we're also going to talk about the good brother from Detroit, right? Pastor um, William Murphy that went down to Atlanta. That's trending about all that he have going on on America's New Year's Eve. You dig that, but... Before we do that, we're going to do this, right? How about we do this first? Ultimately, beloved, I want to talk about the family because it's the family unit where my heart is at. That's my religion, right? Marriage, the family unit of original people is my religion, right? Um, Mom, dad, brothers and sisters, grandparents aunties and uncles cousins grandchildren stepbrothers stepsisters stepmothers stepfathers right um that's where my heart is at right so much so right dig this you know an original man that's a stepfather that married a woman that already have children Right, dig that now. She, he, he met a woman with children and he married her. In my book, he is a greater father than he who just had all of his children by one woman and he married her. You dig what I'm saying? That stepfather is he stepped up, he did something very different than a man that married. A woman who was the mother of his biological children. An original woman is doing a powerful thing, brothers and sisters. She's doing a great thing by marrying a man that already have children. You know, that is a very, very big deal. And our blended families is a very big deal in our village. So we want to make sure that we want to give them all of our resources, attention, assistance if they need it to make sure that we all, beloved, can keep the family unit together, right? The universe, Mother Earth, through the family unit, gave us everything we already need. Everything we need, we have. We were born with it. The instructions on how to use what we have it comes from the family unit right um let me say it this way let me say it this way you know um i'm not interested in how semantics do things in case you haven't noticed i don't care what the arabs what the muslim ministers are doing i'm not interested I don't care what the Semitics, what the Jewish people are, or the Christian people are. I'm just not interested. I'm not interested in what the Buddhist people are doing. I can listen to it. If I can learn a few things, cool. But I'm not interested in just trying to line up my life with their mythologies, their allegories, their mysticism their laws, their customs, I'm just not interested. If you are interested, okay, that's you. At the end of the day, we're going to see what kind of fruit is that going to bear out, right? There was an older woman, an elder from the South that told me one time, and it stuck with me, beloved. She looked me in the eyes and said, you know, strong roots make strong branches. We're talking about the family unit. Strong roots make strong branches, right? Um, 
a tree is known by the fruit that it bears. You dig? Nature gives that living tree every single thing that tree needs to survive, right? Nature gives that squirrel a culture, that turtle a culture, um, that honey badger a culture. When we go into the insect kingdom and we're just using queen colonies as an example, nature also gives termites what they need and the honeybees what they need and the ants what they need. But just just cook with me on this, right? I want you to take this walk because I'm going to ask you a question. If the queen of the ants, because that's a queen colony, right? Ants are queen colonies. If the queen of the ants came out and she wrote a book, you know who's going to benefit from that book? The ants that come underneath her jurisdiction. If the honeybees, which is also queen colonies, if they wrote a book over there, you know it's going to benefit from that book? The bees that come from underneath their jurisdiction. What would it look like if the ants are trying to read, study the book of the bees to be a great... It won't work for them. Because their culture and their nature and their purpose and their mission on the earth is different. It will not work for them. The termites can't study the book and fast and pray and do all. They can't. The termites, the queen of the termites can't do what the queen of the ants are doing. It won't work for them. Yet, if they try to do so, they're not going to do anything but make a mess. Beloved, I'm submitting to you. We're making a mess. We're trying to be somebody that is not us. All we have to do is just get back to our family unit. Our family unit. Our own culture. Our own customs. And just give the foreigners back what they got. We don't, they don't take nothing from you. Why you take it from them? They don't take nothing from you. Why would you take anything from them? Hey, yo, dig this. Um, we got an article up, right, from the uh, NCB, and we're going to put the link in the description box like we always do. It's a uh, po-chomp, right? He's uh, he's <laughs> he's trending, all right? Uh, Pastor Porkchop Ricky Scott. He got some interesting things going down in his church house in Mississippi, right? Um, there's another video floating around of our brother, William Murphy, right? Now, we know William Murphy for, uh, he had a New Year's thing now. Now, dig this. He's from the city of Detroit. He moved to Atlanta. He come from a long line of pastors, a long line of bishops. It's in his bloodline, right? How do we determine who is a successful pastor and who is a unsuccessful pastor? I don't know. See, because this is what happened when you have somebody else's culture. You're trying to do what somebody else do. Kind of don't work for you like it worked for them. It's theirs. It's not yours. Nature didn't give us no pastors. My family unit. We don't have, we don't, nature didn't give us a pastor. Nature didn't give us a bishop. Nature didn't give us an evangelist. We don't, nature just gave us the family unit of brothers and sisters and step brothers and sisters and all this and we don't that stuff stuff we got from somebody else right um but dig but dig this is the point I'm making do Pastor Pochop William Murphy he come from a long line of pastors right and uh he kind of went viral not for his you know not for the lectures that he had produced not for the songs that uh he have sung over the career of his ministry because he had a record deal with Epic Records I knew nothing about. So he'd been around the small hats for a little while. Different story for a different day. 
we don't know him by his ministry work. We know him by going viral. And there's a couple of rap songs playing in the back. Now we get to see that other videos are popping out. And it just wasn't those couple of rap songs he was playing in his building. He got some songs where Beyonce was playing in the back. There's some songs where uh, you can hear where he had Mystical playing in the back. The man right here is playing in the back. In the church house, right? Um, okay. Now. This is what we'll say to that. If the family unit was where it should be, how does this fit into your life? If your family unit is where it should be. See, when you become a man of a certain age and you're a father and you're a husband, you're over a family. This is why I said before and I didn't want to offend nobody. I'm like, what would I look like with a pastor? Me, I'm a man of a certain age. I'm I'm over a household. What did I look like with a pastor? I'm a grown man. What would I look like with a bishop? It'll look weird. Like I, this is Bishop Williams is my bishop. Like what would I, <laughs> what would I look like with a bishop? It wouldn't even look. It would look weird because I have a I have a father. So what would I look like calling another man anything? Because he's not. It'll look weird. I respect the brother minister. I respect lost files because this is like one of the only religious group of people that stand up. For original people they're not scared to say black you know what i'm saying the black man need this the brown man need that they're not scared to say that other religions don't get into that but even just if i take the brother minister out of chicago what would i look look up like well he's my leader teaching god i follow him what would i look like as a grown man to say i follow another man and i have a family i have pops and uncles that's still alive it'll look weird for me to say i follow a man outside of my family dynamic it looks weird to me it looks weird if i go down there to kick it at a couple of meetings that's one thing to, to say somebody is my covering and they are my what what would i look like going to a building and my wife is looking up to the man and because he he's supposed to be over both of us that looks oh pastor said that we need to be doing a b and c oh but what my household how do he know how to <laughs> this man ain't gonna run nothing in my house he can only be at best an inspiration. I learned that as a teenager. When I when I was growing up in my mother's home, my mother's a single parent. When I was growing up in my mother's home, we stayed in the church house. This is my connection with the church house, with the pastors and the deacons and the, the whole thing. This is my connection. When I moved and I had to stay with my pops, there was no more church connection. I learned something very fast when I stay. When you stay with your father, you learn something very, very fast. You learn the difference between somebody that can give us information and then somebody like your father that can give inspiration and enforcement quick. You learn that quick. Because if you don't do what Pop say do, he has the ability to bring an, an enforcement behind that. This is what raises the children up to the straight and narrow. The ability to display the enforcement behind it. That's the difference between my children and somebody. If if your children go to the church house, dude can talk all he want. But the father over those children is the one that can give the enforcement. Just like my sons, you can't. I, I do the enforcement over here. Nobody's going to do the right and wrong. You're not going to play my part. I got my part. I was called to do this as a man. All men are called to be provide protect instruct avenge and revenge if that's our calling as men how do you have a pastor in that situation it doesn't make sense to me not to me what do i look like a sister named uh juanita bonham she's like some prophetess or some in that world over there and she's telling folks she's going to charge them fifteen hundred dollars Dig that. She finna hit them with $1,500 so they can learn how to pray some, some kind of prayer thing and all. They gonna teach them how to pray. I'm like, bro, you, you for real? What do I look like? Oh, this is my pastor. Sister, such and such is mine. <laughs> what did that look like? A brother came back to me 
we had a small conversation about tithing. A brother came back to me and say, well, how do they do it at the mosque? I don't know. You got to ask an Arab. You can't ask no Negro because that's not his culture. He's not the originator of that culture. I don't care what kind of paint job they put on it. Oh, you know, the real Muslims back then, you know, Islam is really a black religion. It come out of Africa. And, man, I don't care what paint job you put on that. That's not ours. That's not that. We don't have... No, we ain't got nothing to do with that. We're not bumping our head on the ground five times a day. I ain't walking around no Blackstone. I ain't going to Mecca to do nothing. I, I don't submit myself to... A man don't submit himself to another man. We have our own family. We're the head of the family. I'm going to follow you as you follow such and... Are you serious? Man, I'm not following you nowhere. I'm, a, I'm my own man. You're not in my family line. What do I look like following somebody outside my family? They're tricking you out of the family unit for real, for real. It's like it looks like a weird trick to supplant themselves in your family line so they can dictate what you should do. What do they do for you? We're gonna read this article, but we have one. We're gonna chop it up today. What do they do for you? Hey, right, look, check tired of the devil killing if you're tired of the devil destroying your life you must order the personal pack package and you got to order it right now and get ready for supernatural miracles to take place in your home and your life the god is causing those powers to be destroyed you know, me and my little cuz, we was building. We were having a conversation about Slick Willie, right? Slick Willie in Atlanta. He got the rap music playing in the back. Okay, so boom. While we're, while we're talking, and, and by the way, let me say this. Um, don't walk, don't jog, but run and check out his podcast, Unpopular Truth versus Popular Opinion. It can be found on Spotify. Great research is being done over there. Good information is being released and produced over there. Right. So, Dig, we're building, we're talking, we're talking about Slick Willie. Slick Willie says that he recruited 150 people to the ministry. Okay, so now we got to look at that two ways. Okay, 150 people signed on with the ministry. They could have signed up to be strippers. They could have uh, they could have signed up to be jack boys, shooters. They could have signed up to be arsonists. They could have signed up to be a lot. Atlanta offers a lot of things. They could have signed up to be a lot of different things. They signed up to join the ministry because anything outside of your family, you're just joining an organization. Nobody's signing you up with nothing spiritual. This is a material world. You're being you're signing up with something physical, with something material, aka an organization, right? So he got 150 people to sign on to an organization, his organization. Okay, so what do they offer? You come aboard as a member, you sign up, say, I want to be a part of the organization. All right, where's the paperwork at that says, okay, your requirements as a member is going to be A, B, and C, and then our requirements to you as an organization would be A, B, and C. What do we see that happening at? What is the religious organization, the local brand that you signed up to, what are their responsibility to you? Because See, this is how you have to... It's outside of the family unit. I know if I look at the family tree, what my father's responsibility is to me, what my mother's responsibility is to me. I know how me and my sisters and brothers' relationship is going to work out. I know what my relationship is to my nieces and nephews. I know what my relationship is going to be to the grandchildren. I get it. I know my relationship structure is going to be to my children. We get it all. This is a family unit. My relationship to my wife is A, B, and C. Our relationship to me is A, B, and C. We get it. We talk it out with family. When you go outside of your family, for an extended family, I guess. Well, what is their relationship? What is their, what is this organization going to do for you? You want to join a fraternity? 
a sorority. Okay, what is relationship going to do for you? You want to join the Skull and Bones or something? I don't know. What are they going to do for you? They say, I'll make you president. You're Skull and Bones. We make presidents over here. <laughs> Just saying. What are they going to do for you? All right, all right, check it out. Let me say it this way. For the religious folks, let me say it this way. You know that Yahweh, right? We respect Yahweh here because Yahweh is a war deity. He, uh, He's like a super, super military genius and a super, super military strategist. Um, One day we may read a story out of the good book there's a phrase that says obedience is better than sacrifice and in that story is Yahweh Samuel and Saul and we used to quote that phrase obedience is better than sacrifice obedience is better than and so I read the story I don't quote it no more I'm like man I didn't know that's where that came from that's hmm, that's pretty interesting right uh, different story for a different day we may even bring it out there's another story in which Yahweh is talking about he going he gonna to kick off some war in heaven. I was like, yo, this he's, he's a big stepper. You call him a big stepper. I said, oh, he's a big stepper. He's okay. He's this kind of way, right? He, uh, he rules with the iron fist. Uh, so much so, it almost look like micromanagement almost. When you start giving dietary laws and uh, when your wife have her cycle, she must do this and that. And then the way that the um, creation story is constructed underneath the Yahweh doctrine, man, it, it is it is very interesting because it's a Sabbath day thing kind of connected to that. You dig? It's like um, I dig this, dig this. Let's let's just build on this a little bit, right? Let's build on this a little bit. Um, the Sabbath day is a very, very interesting day in Jewish culture, right? Now, of course, these are the chosen people. There's the people of the earth, and then there's the chosen people. There's the people of God. These are the people of Yahweh. When the chosen people describe to us how the world was made, they say, well, the world was made seven days, and on the last day, Yahweh rested. You dig? Uh, there was a pausing in it. But the way that things were made, according to Yahweh's prophets, the man was made last, but the woman was made after the man. Right? The man kind of, he was made out of the dust, and then the woman wasn't made from no dust. The woman was made out of uh, the man's side chamber. Uh, the side, the word that uses rib. But there's really no word for rib. It just means side chamber, side cell, side wall, right? Uh, different story, different day. In between that, the Israelites was instructed to keep the Sabbath day, the day that Yahweh rested from everything that he had made. So much so that the penalty of violating this day was death. Hmm, this is interesting, right? If you didn't keep this day of rest... Um, you were to be you were to be killed right now um, let's just take a look at it from being a, the people of the world right because when you're from the world when you're from the earth you um, you every day is a new day there's no two days in like we understand you got to make a calendar for you know keeping up with the seasons and things of this nature out of every day, there's no day of pausing. We don't see a day of rest. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, if for Yahweh, from the creation story, from a Yahweh perspective, being that he is the top of creation, right? He stands as the creator in this culture. If he take a day of rest, you would think that everything underneath him, all the way down to his last creation, which is the man, that will also take a rest or a pausing you would see it's a pausing that take place because the I mean the whole he made it all he pauses everything else should pause right funny thing is when you're from the earth nothing pauses 
it's not a the earth don't take a rest day the earth is mama's always working mama's a living being i don't know how we look at the earth we're taught so different as people of the earth we're, we're taught to look in the sky from day one we live on the earth the earth is a living being we are human beings living on a living being the earth is living ain't nothing dead about no planet that we live on the earth is living um mama produced living water living food every the trees are living the, everything is living here there's no pausing here we don't see a pausing every seventh day in the in, in the insect kingdom or the fowl kingdom or the fish kingdom the earth doesn't stop she moves at 1037 and one third mile per hour don't lose a second don't pick up a second she don't pause every seventh day you know what i mean yet the, ch the chosen people are telling the children of the earth you must pause every seventh day and if you do not take this pause this break this rest the penalty of that is death so Yahweh was uh he's 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 not playing like that now to get Jacob and company to sign on or the descendants of Jacob the trickster that's what Jacob means the trickster the supplanter Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the whole line, the bloodline to sign on to his program was he had to offer them something first. They just didn't sign on. They went in the desert and did a deal and Moses helped put the deal together. Moses, Musa, Moshe, whatever language you want to say it in. He put the deal together. Him, the 70 elders, Yahweh and the children of Israel. And he he put on the table in order to be their guide, their power, their force. This was the rules. He go to he go, he go to commandments. He go to laws. My commandments is this: I put the priests over the laws, and if you follow this, the blessings is here. If you don't follow this, the curses is here. Do you agree? They said they agree. They did the deal. Okay, now let's come out of the. Semitic biblical world has come back to the real world. I have no idea what pastors are offering people to get them to sign on. I have no clue. I was talking to my little cuz. I'm like, I don't even know what the purpose of a pastor is. I don't know what they're promising these people. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the streets. I'm from the avenue. The pimp is promising the working woman something even if they never get it they're promising them something the workforce is promising you a paycheck they're promising you something the religious organizations what are they promising you to even get you to sign on oh i got it they're promising that they're going to make sure your soul get to heaven how they never been to no heaven what are they promising you guys in that at least when yahweh did the deal with the israelites he was promising them you do this this and blessings gonna come and the blessings are gonna look just like this he mean it was very detailed boom 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 but if you don't do this now i got some priests i got them on the i got them on the road they're my the priest is my inheritance you know what I'm saying? i got them looking out if you don't do this and you know because they're gonna be over the law they are instructed to do this to you <laughs> No, Yahweh like the five-star, five-star general. The priest is on, running the show. Hey, look, this got to go like this. Law got to go like this. Here. <laughs> you know he was playing with them folk. He wasn't playing with them folk. But at least, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was something that they were going to offer. What is Porkchop offering you? You going in there, what are you looking for? What is your goal? I was always taught, you don't do nothing without a goal. What is your goal? The cracker, that cracker done got them streets so dangerous, so violent. He got your people and our people and brown folks, even ran and yellow, so wicked. It's in like, we get so tired of this wickedness we just need somewhere to go so we just throw ourselves on these religious people just for the be just to get away from the world that the devil have built for us we think it's uh he built that world 
He built the world you're trying to run from. This is why we say salvation is separation. Separation is our only salvation. You have to get as far, far, far away from this devil as you can. Let's go to the uh, NC beat. Man, I really appreciate you guys for hanging out. We're going to kick the bobo, right? We're going to kick the bobo a little bit. We just, uh, we just talking. We just building. This thing going viral. We're talking about the family unit, right? Ricky Scott has been fired as a pastor of East St. Peter Missionary Baptist Church in Abbeville, Mississippi, after being discovered engaging in sexual relationships with multiple women in the church. It is alleged that a woman who attends the church is currently pregnant with his child. All right, let's stop. Take a look at the photo in the center. You can see it. Uh, dark brown brother uh, with a yellow bone wife. And if I'm not mistaken, the first lady then came out and said that she's not going to go anywhere. She's going to stay with her husband. They're going to make it work. Uh, even though he didn't drop that pole. You know what I'm saying? He didn't he didn't share that portal with a lot of the sisters in the church. She's going to stay on board. And, beloved, we stand with our sister while she is staying with her husband. We're totally with that. That is our religion. We believe in keeping the family unit together. Right? Um, if the shoe was on the other foot and it was the sister that ran out and um, one of the members of the church dropped that portal dropped that wood on her and she got pregnant by another man's baby we would expect the the brother to do the same to keep his wife right we just a family people we don't believe in divorce um you know family is our only way out right it, it is our only way out and uh, you know as often as we talk about pastors that make a mistake and uh, putting that wood on the women in the church sometimes these pastors put that wood on the men in the church right they do that they put that they spread that wood all around there right dig that um what is often not talk about is um, that first lady get out of pocket too, right? First lady might be running around with Elder Williams, you know what I'm saying? Old school get that check on the first, and he got his eye on the first lady, and they may do some some things that's inappropriate. We have heard stories about, you know, the ministers of music, right? Buddy playing that organ. Dropping that wood on the first lady, brother playing them drums. You know what I'm saying? And they may catch the first lady in a compromising position and drop that wood on that first lady. Just like any other organization, religious organizations have cliques and they have those that are popular. And a woman is attracted to the power of influence on a man no matter what his position is especially if it's one that is most coveted and looked at that's the pastor that's the minister of music that's the drummer you know what I'm saying that's the assistant pastor right so first lady can make mistakes as well what we are hoping for is that they just keep their family unit together and we as the village system the damage is already done us throwing buddy under the bus ain't gonna do nothing the damage already done he's bringing another child into the world wow in that though because i'm just man you got to be a silly woman to lay up with a preacher and get a baby and you got to be an even sillier pastor to be knocking something down so much so man you just you know you man you know hey well we, we already here we here we're here so all we can do as a village is move forward right my heart go out to that sister that's having that child 
by the pastor because shorty gonna be vilified see she ain't in michigan she ain't in new york she ain't in maine and she ain't in wisconsin she in the deep south and the way they run that game down there is that children that are on the outside of the marriage nobody don't fool with them they almost don't exist they almost don't count they play a different game with family down south don't ever end up being or your mama was dealing with a married man and you the child by the married person that family not gonna listen that father's family not gonna deal with you they not gonna you not gonna be invited to none of the cookouts or this is a reality in the deep south this is a reality this is this young lady's future this is that young lady reality but a decision was made two grown folks made a decision and they gonna have to live out their decisions when you look at the video when you look at the video and we do have the video up it's on the gram and uh it is very very disheartening because the pastor Pochop is in there fighting to stay a pastor it's like the digging board look like they invited dude now it almost looked like it's, it's some sheriffs in the video i can't really see if they called the sheriff department but you know the side chick looked like she running up there to, to fight the wife you know what i'm saying just our people just being just being silly our people kind of silly anyway we do silly stuff with our sexual organs it's weird you know what i mean we just so um We're so unloved, we're so damaged, we find so much joy and fulfillment, especially our sisters. It's it's something about attention. Attention is doing something to our sisters where they're giving up their bodies left and right to feel a void. They need a certain level of attention. It's not really the sex. You know what I'm saying? It's so much to get this attention, they're giving their bodies up to exchange for it. And many of our women are, are ending up being unwed mothers in the process because the brothers don't know what to do with the seed he do not know how to keep his seed he's uh, uh, the original man in America is the baby mama making champion so if this one young lady she comes out and says she's pregnant she come into the church house like she finna fight the wife what is that man telling her he ain't telling us they're just a freak thing because if just a freak thing, he she not doing all that. She gonna be in the back somewhere quiet, ain't gonna say nothing. He's telling her something for her to come in there and to react that way. Now they trying to put Pastor Pochop out back on the street and he's fighting to stay in a position in an office. I'm like, brother, where's your family at? Where's your family at in the whole matter? Where's your father at? Where's your uncles at? Where your granddaddy and them at? The point, like, what is you? This whole Semitic extended family thing, they gonna put, listen, the goal is they gonna put Buddy out and they gonna vote another po-chop in there to teach them what? To teach them what? To do what? What is this organization offering this community that they got to put a, 
somebody out and somebody else in to teach them what? Let's continue to read. Word on the curve, a married Mississippi pastor who was elected to lead East St. Peter, uh, pardon me, East St. Peter Missionary Baptist Church members to heaven has been fired by the deacon board after he was caught taking some of the church members to pound town. The NCB, I hear you, beloved. All hell broke loose recently between the saints and the sinners leading the Lafayette County Sheriff's Office intervening to attempt to remove Pastor Ricky Scott Sr. I thought I'd seen the sheriff up in there. The video is kind of like, you know what I mean? So I thought I'd seen the folk up in there. Uh, well, we'll continue, right? Who was married to Sharon Scott after the church tried to put him out for sleeping with the women in the congregation despite his infidelity, Sharon continues to stand by her cheating husband all right all right all right um we gotta put this family unit back together man <laughs> we just got to you know what i mean is this brother gonna be the first husband that had an outside child on his wife man if you love your wife so much why did you embarrass her that way that's embarrassing man she's embarrassed you know, you know, preachers can't do things like other folk. They're going to magnify every single thing a preacher do. They're going to talk about it. Don't you know that before you even get into that thing? Listen, the dope boy is up the street. They got a wife. And he's selling pounds on the side to feed and take care of his family. He can have an outside child too. They're not going to look at him like that. Because he never got up before the world and professed. That he got up, he got a new ghost. This ghost is on him. This ghost gonna help him live right and not do the thing that y'all niggas do. And the, the sad thing is, we keep seeing him do the same thing he's telling other folks he don't do. But he's professing it. If you know you can't do that, dog, don't do that. If you know every man know their limitation, every single man know their limitation. So I guess he having a god child now, right? That, is that what you get? He's a god daddy? Because he know God and he dropping that pole. So when you get pregnant, <laughs> does that make him the godfather now? We know God wasn't in that. He was in that. He talking to God. Then he get off the floor, uh, floor talking to God. Then he get on the phone and he talking to you. Well, what was God telling him? He talking to God. It was the Christian pastors. He come to the village. This is why we... They say things that no other no other religious people are saying through study and research. Listen, dig this. Through devout study and research, man, I, I understand this book, that book, and this book this way, and I'm going to give this information to you through devout study and research. They're not saying that. These folk talking to God. Then, on top of that, they created a system where they're voting pastors in and they're voting pastors out. But 20 years ago, they told us you had to be called. Somebody had to call you. Now they're taking resumes. Listen, listen, listen. They're taking resumes. They have a, uh, a recruitment service called Indeed. And they're hiring pastors. You can go on there and put your resume in and go and interview to be a pastor. Where's your family? Where's your grandfathers? Where are your fathers? Where are your uncles at? Where are your big brothers at? Where are your cousins at? What are we doing? What are we doing? We're going to leave it there, beloved. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to leave it there. You know, this whole get up past the thing and <laughs> oh, man, you know, oh, man, I'm like, I seen them folk go up in the church house. I was like, Shh. man, it wasn't like that when I was going there. 
You know what I mean? It just was, it seemed like the music was different. The preaching was different. And then, you know, you get tight onto the family unit, you don't go no more. You start to see what information, what enforcement can do. Now we looking at Buddy. He gave information. He stepped out of line. Who's going to bring the enforcement? Nobody. The best that they can do to him is vote him out and vote another one in to come in there to teach the people what? What? You can get so caught up in belief you don't even know the mastery of science, the mastery of mathematics, the mastery of biology. Now, you just in belief now. Not only are you just in belief, they're making these people that are your extended family have more pull on you than your real family. To do what? Is the $50,000 question. And I'll just leave it there. Peace of black power to you, family. Beloved, we thank you guys so much for listening and hanging out. This is indeed Real Black Content Form Podcast. Man, it's your brother V. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace. Peace and peace. So one of the books that um, you've recently discovered or you, you, you heard of is called, what's the name of the book again? How to Make a Negro Christian. So How to Make a Negro a Christian. And um, if uh, if you like, you can actually order a copy on Amazon. Um, this this book was published in 1832. And it's actually an instruction manual yes, on how to turn your um, slaves into Christians. Right. So um, in this book now, there it. As I said, it is an actual book. You can buy it to this day on Amazon. And it talks about the methodologies that you use to indoctrinate your slaves into Christianity. And what were some of the points that really stood out for you? The fact that it rendered the slave almost helpless in their own decision making. Mm -hmm. It, It made them dependent on white leadership, which was the only form of leadership they had at the time. It, it took away their initiative because they were giving the the whole, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The whole concept of, as Reverend Ike would say, pie in the sky. Mm-hmm. That God was going to come and save you, but all you had to do was pray and be patient enough. And God would see you through whatever your hardship or was at the time. Okay. So one of the things, and um, yeah, that's one of the, that's a picture of actually a man that was considered very benevolent. Um, teaching Christianity, um, teaching, you know, the word, because that's another thing is that slaves were not allowed to read. Right. So a lot of things had to be memorized. Um, they were told there was repetition. We'd learned about a, a specific type of um, teaching today. Uh, Catholicization. Katha, I cannot remember the word because I kind of told you what happened, right? right. But um, it's basically, I... It's a series of questions, and then the answers are given, and you memorize them. And this is how you learn the Bible. Right. Now, one of the interesting things about the introductory of Christianity to slaves is that a lot of people are under the impression that it was just embraced. They just opened up their arms and they said, great, you know, this is wonderful, we love it. That was not the case. Um, there were a lot of um, plantations where they had a very, very, very hard time implementing it. And oftentimes, uh, they actually would fold over what they already knew from home onto Christianity. But that was done privately because that couldn't be seen. So the underground churches, the um, ones that didn't take place in front of Master's eyes, um, that was a a mix of, uh, that's a picture of that. It was a mixture of the old music, the beats that they knew. Um, some African, what they did remember, some African religion, a lot of it which was based um, in the Muslim faith right. and mixed with Christianity. And, and these churches, these gatherings would actually happen out in the woods, away from the plantation, where the slaves would actually have to organize and sneak out, mm-hmm. which was a great danger for them to do. I mean, they were they were going to worship in a sense, but at the risk of their own life.
at the risk of their own life to do so. And there's also, too, um, another book that I found. I don't think I shared it with you, Selena, but it was um, basically, it was not how to make a, a slave a Christian, but this was more on how to to keep them in line with the information that they had. Because you have to remember, too, there are um, references, many references in the Bible to slavery and how you govern your slaves. And so they had to kind of circumvent some stuff because some of it was actually not allowed by Christian law. So they had to tweak things, you know, like the idea that blacks were three-fourths human. Yes. Right? And so that was, it was okay to enslave them. And so what other things did you discover? Oh, thank you, Noah's curse. Selena, thank you so much, girl. Noah's curse, the biblical justification of American slavery. So that was another book in which um, this one explains to you more how they were able to justify their behavior and remain good Christians in their own eyes, obviously, um, because there, again, was many references in the Bible to slavery and they had to fall within the the, on the right side of it basically right in america in america yes Yes. i mean there were in order to get the word the political backing Mm -hmm. they had to stay good christians even though at the time that they were owning slaves and and committing all the atrocities against slaves you know at the same time they're introducing christianity to psychologically adjust the thinking of a slave to accept his, his hardship, to accept the terror, to accept their enslavement mm-hmm. and stay good slaves. And to stay good slaves, exactly. And th- there's one there, Ephesians 6, 5. Servants, obey in all things your masters according to, to the flesh, not with eye service. As, I can't read that, girl. As men pleasers. God. So, again, in the New Testament, there's many um, verses telling slaves supporting, even supporting <laughs> how to behave. You know, right. be be good to your master. Listen to him as, as you would listen to God, um, and, and you will be blessed. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Facebook. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So yes, beloved, your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.